2: Imagine, you just got home from work, dinner is ready, wine is chilled, and your man has offered you 15 minutes of heaven in the form of a foot massage. And then he says, Your spray tanning session is now complete. What just happened? you found your escape at Palm Beach Tan. Break from the chaos at a Palm Beach Tan near you and leave rejuvenated. Take time for yourself at Palm Beach Tan and take that feeling with
0: you wherever you go.
2: Get up to $25 off your first month featuring Australian gold. Perfect man, not included.
0: Hello. Bonjour. Oh, yeah.
1: Hello. Welcome back to another episode of The Juice. I'm your host, Solomon Giorgio, comedian, writer, and the person Sharon Stone based her character on in Basic Instinct. My guest today contains multitudes, universes, dimensions. She's a comedian actor, writer, a magnificent Salvadorian, Lebanese, Nicaraguan American, pretty much a walking hyphen. And her stand-up album is absolutely iconic. If you haven't heard it, it's titled The Woke Bully, which will make sense in just a moment. Let's give a big juicy welcome to my friend, but not yours, Marcela Arguello.
0: (laughs) What's up, Solomon? Wow, Uh, that's the nicest you've ever been to me. That is an
1: absolute batshit shit, crazy fucking lie. I've been nothing but nice <laughs> to you our entire friendship. <laughs> not true. Not true. How dare you? I've said mean things. Yeah, that's true. You've said but I, that's, that's shit talking. Yeah, that's, that's true. shit talking. Yeah. Look, first of all, you are a goddess. Thank you. Via, Thank you. Thank you so much. It's me, Beyonce. Via, Thank via you so Central much. Valley uh, sibling. Uh, yes. Grew up in Modesto.
0: 209 till I die.
1: I grew up in Fresno. Mm-hmm. We grew up in our own separate parts of the, yeah, <laughs> of the yeah. desert. <laughs> Our own parts of the uh, Gross mm-hmm. Gross Valley. Mm-hmm. Modesto's nicer. Modesto.
0: <laughs> I know. Using the term "nice" very loosely here.
1: <laughs> Look, you had at least had houses with pools. That's true. You're right about that. We we had we had a One house that pool? could become a pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's funny well thank you for having me I'm excited for this this is gonna get this is, I'm hoping this gets spicy I don't know what to expect well you're gonna
1: expect a lot of things here on the juice it's gonna be a lot of uh, gossip that I personally have uh, I farmed it myself I, I, I planted seeds into oh the environment God. and other people came by and let them blossom and, Wait, uh,
0: California's in a water drop but you are not in a gossip drop no 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 all.
1: Now, let's just, let's go back into our lo- our childhood, our local, our, our backgrounds, our lifestyles, the way we, where we came from, mm-hmm, honestly. Mm-hmm. Do you, like, recall some juicy-ass gossip from your school days?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, When I was in elementary school, I was a bully, yes. right? I was homophobic as fuck. And then junior high, I was, like, starting to be less homophobic. And then by the time I was in high school, I was no longer homophobic. And, allegedly. Yes, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. Listen, we all start from somewhere. And so… What happened was um, when in elementary school, there was like a particular gay kid that I used to really be mean to, like really aggressive. And then by the time I was in high school, I finally apologized to him and um, he accepted my apology. It was really sweet. And um, but as a result, I made a promise to myself to like, OK, don't bully gay kids like you, you never know what's going to happen. And some of these people are your, some of your best. And now they're definitely my best friends. But back then I was like, don't what are you doing? Stop that shit. And, um, when I was 17, I was like, I'm never again going to like call somebody gay, even if they're closeted, like it's it, that's not my business to share. And then when I was like, um, 16, 17, one of my friends who I love and adore, my Jack, he was obviously gay. There was that old, I don't know what comedian it was, but it's like, you know, you know how gay people, they have the gay voice now, not all gay people have the gay voice but only gay people have the gay voice yes. you know there's i forget who did that joke but jack had the voice and so i was like oh he's gay but i mean we he didn't say it it's he high didn't school. It's high school he was it's Modesto, It's a small town he wasn't going to admit it to anybody i mean he went to like prom with a girl he told me the other day he was like yeah i went to prom um with with his girl dana and i guess she tried to kiss him and he was like later because later
1: <laughs> i, I as I've been guilty of that crime and I so yes I understand and It's cuz she
0: couldn't see it what always shocked me was how other people couldn't see it I'm like hey guys fuck but if you don't see it you don't see it I'm not going to say anything anymore
1: It's one of those things where cuz as I since I was that person too I was very much like you don't you don't see this I look I'm just I'm just I'm just flouncy. Yeah, but just I'm straight. Flouncy. I'm just I'm a flouncy, I'm just straight, a little man. flouncy straight man. That's so I will funny. go out with you one day if you're a woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: Jack was that way, but and then he ended up telling me that he was like hooking up with men when he was in when he was in high school, which I didn't know at the time. He wasn't telling anybody. So that's so that's happening, Damn. right? Keep that in mind. Like this is happening to him. He's experiencing his gayness as a teenager. And but at school he's like closeted, not telling. First of anybody. all,
1: I wasn't hooking up with nobody when I was a closeted teen, I'm, so he can go kiss my ass now.
0: <laughs> but he was a pretty white boy. He was a twink, like so classic twink. I, I was twink. gorgeous, yeah. But this is racist ass Fresno, yeah, like that's you true. know what I mean. That's like the yeah. gay dudes weren't checking for you, um, and so he. I had my little Valiant in my senior year. Had my car, my Plymouth Valley in 1963. I love that car. So not everybody drove. So yeah. like I would like give people rides when they needed a ride. And one day Jack needed a ride, and he's in my car, and like we're driving, and we're headed. I think we're going to my house first or something, and then we were gonna go to to his place. And um and he was like Marcella, kiss me, you know. And I was just like, n- n- <laughs> no. And he was like, Marcella, kiss me, be my girlfriend. And he's using that. I mean, that's what he sounded like. Like, It was so feminine. And I was like, "Um, no, Jack, no, absolutely not happening. He's like, kiss me, kiss me, be my girlfriend. I was like, no, absolutely not. Like, it was like, it was also that thing where I've always known no is a complete sentence, even at that age. But I was like, this is getting weird and uncomfortable because he's like really trying to pressure me in my car. Like, I have no no power. I'm like, oh, he's like leaning in. I was like panicked. And then he got to the point where we were kind of shouting over each other, kiss me, no, kiss me, no, kiss me, no. And he just goes, why? And I go, because you're gay, Jack. (laughs) And his face dropped. We stopped being friends for like 10 years after that moment. And it was like the saddest shit for me. But it was also that thing of like, I don't, you pressured me into this. I didn't want to tell you your truth to your face. And it was just that this weird, and I like didn't tell people that that happened because I felt bad for him and Obviously was embarrassed, but,
1: but to be fair, that is that is that is the that is sort of the friendship that I like, I remember. The same person like had to like there's the one person I was like they didn't she didn't I didn't I wasn't that pressured at all. I was like yeah yeah yeah. I was like be my girlfriend. She's like no.
0: Right, you were like okay. She sees it. Yeah, but that like, was the thing. Later, when me and Jack became friends again as adults, he was like. When that happened, he was like, how can she tell I hide it so well? But this motherfucker is like, just (laughs) pristine looking ass white dude. You know, like just a classic twink. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Takes care of himself. As a swimmer. Hairless. And he had the voice. And and then, you know, dressed well and everything. That's like, bro, you are not hiding this shit at the fuck all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not an idiot. Come on now. Like,
1: yeah, there's, it's just kind of like, it's one of those things where like, you try to hide it as best as you can, but I had my tails and it was very, I was very like, cause I would always go for the girl that was unattainable.
0: Mm.
1: And I, and it's like, that would make sense to me. Cause like, she's not going to say yes. So therefore I right. get to still be gay. Right,
0: right, right, and, right, right. But
1: I get to still be straight in everyone's yes. eye.
0: Yeah. It was just interesting. Cause like, People did not think he was gay in high school. Like the gossip was not about that. They were just, th- they just found him annoying. They weren't like, he's gay. And I'm like, how did, people, I didn't want to be talking about it. You people know? in high
1: school also thought I was annoying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're like, there's something about him. I don't know what it is. Uh,
1: this is voice, yeah. the way it sounds. Yeah, I, I was uptight because there was a, definitely more of a, like, it's high school, no one is, not more than one person is allowed to be gay. in the school at a time yeah that's where the that's how the scope of thinking works
0: yeah back then back then it's not true anymore thank god it's not
1: true anymore yes now kids are coming out when they're 12 and I'm like bitch I'm so proud of you yeah
0: there's like 6 year old non-binary kids (laughs) and you're just like oh my god that's awesome it's the best thing in the
1: world but like I remember in high school whoever was the most flamboyant was the only gay kid yes that's how it worked and since I was not the most flamboyant I was able to project it all mm-hmm. on one kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. High school was weird. it was it was nice to be like there's mystique behind me. Right, right. Look right. at me be heterosexual. Well, because
0: yeah, like that's the thing about gossip. It's like bigger in your head yeah. than it is in reality. Well, yeah, because
1: you know? it's like there's this one little secret that I have, and it's the most mm-hmm. intense secret in the world. Right, because when I finally come out, it's like it's such a big release, and then afterwards, I'm like. I'm gay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, now it's, niche,
0: it's just normal. Yeah,
1: Now it's just like, ah, I'm just going to be gay over there. I'm going to yeah. be gay over here. Yeah. I'm just be gay wherever I want to be. Yeah. There's nothing it's spicy truly, about it. It's not as fun. It's not as elusive. So not I as think you should
0: go back to being closeted. Yeah, I'm I going to yeah, right go the closet right now. Go back
1: into the closet. I'm going to. I have people start you know rumors about I want, you. I want them to. I'm going I'm I'm to ask a girl. Marcella, would you go out with me? No,
0: Salman, <laughs> you're gay. <laughs>
1: All right, Marcella, it's time to read a couple of the juicy submissions we get from our listeners. It is mailbag content. So this is a mailbag. Uh, these are some wonderful people uh, out in the world who gave so me... So this is
0: like anonymous snitching. That's yes. That's what's going on here. Yes, okay. it's anonymous
1: snitching. All right. I have a story about my aunt from a couple of years ago. This aunt is in her 60s. Uh, she's been living with and in a relationship with the same man for about 20 years and won't marry him. Of course. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. It's a logical woman. Mm-hmm. She says it's because she doesn't want to lose half her stuff in a divorce. But really it's because she doesn't know how common law marriage works in the state of Texas. Oh. <laughs> Just drag your on right up top. A couple of years ago, she starts taking frequent weekend trips with the girls. And my not uncle starts to get suspicious. <gasps> He decides to invite him along to find himself along one weekend. My aunt tells him she just she's just going to spend most of her time with the girls, so he shouldn't come. Oh that's my god! So just fishy oh as it. is
0: getting so good.
1: <laughs> not Uncle says that that's fine and tags along anyway. Uh, so the first night where she keeps like there, the first night she's there, she keeps trying to make excuses to get away, and Not Uncle just keeps tagging along.
0: Oh my god!
1: Eventually, they go for a walk on the boardwalk, and my aunt says she has to go to the bathroom. Uh, The public restroom at this place has two entrances and exits and she's in there for a while. Oh my god. Not uncle. Gets suspicious again and goes to check the other exit only to see my aunt. Remember, this woman is in her 60s. Take off in a dead sprint and leap into a car that then peels out. (laughs) What? (laughs) And then she's gone for the rest of the weekend. The whole weekend. She disappears on him. In front of his face. So she gets back and then she pretends nothing happened. And uh, not Uncle obviously breaks things off. And we later learn uh this aunt has been seeing some guy who owns a nice boat. Fast forward to Christmas.
0: Oh my god, this is so crazy! <laughs> like, I, I can't even like there's not even okay. I'm
1: sorry, go All right. fast forward to Christmas. Someone in our enormous family missed the memo and accidentally invited not uncle. <gasps>
0: To no. the family party. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. And cheating aunt also brought Boat Guy. Oh my God. This is a, this is, see, this, this is, I love this. This, this is when the, the recipes,
0: type, this is the type of lifetime movie we should be getting. This okay? is a succulence
1: that we deserve. This yes. is the, like, this is the kind of situation that, like, anytime, like, when t- Like terrible people get together, is my favorite thing in the world. And so, not uncle spent the whole evening drinking and dispensing with wisdom about how you can't trust women. Then he moved to Florida and we all pretend we don't know how cheating aunt met boat Guy.
0: Oh my God. So they're still together. I mean, you know, good for her. She um, <laughs> yeah. gets what she Look,
1: wants. Honestly, I'm on the on side.
0: Yeah. That's the shitty just, way to do it. She's a messy bitch. But I, I also, I just love that she had been like, oh yeah, come, come I mean, don't, I don't want to lose half of my things. And it's like, She wasn't worried about him cheating. She knew she was gonna cheat. And she was like, I don't want to lose my shit because I I can't I can't control my pussy.
1: I get but to be fair, she gave away every red flag. There's like she really was was like, listen, dog, I'm giving you every warning possible that you're being cheated on. Yeah. It is so and he's like, I'm like like that's the thing is like when I'm being cheated on, I'm not gonna go on a trip.
0: Right. I'm not right. going to
1: go on tag along to be like, what's going on here? I'm like, yeah, you shouldn't. I'm not going to waste time. The
0: thing is, I mean, he's not a young guy. He, he's he got to be like 50 or something at yeah. least. So he like, should know better. Well, he should know better. But it's one of those things where he's like, am I really, is this, uh, do I really got to find out the hard way? Like,
1: look, as a, as a, as somebody like, look, cheating is, I think irresponsible. You should be in an open relationship or yeah. you should end the relationship. Right. However, people are very obvious cheaters. And I think, this is the kind of person that's like, I won't marry you for 20 years. We're not we're not gonna be on the we're not I'm not gonna let you do taxes with me. We're not I'm gonna let you lease a house with my name on it. I won't co-sign. Like I feel like she's like lobbing everything. Like but, I, I mean, am cheating. I but it's that cheating. thing
0: of like, I, I th- look at it from his perspective. He's just like, oh man, she has trust issues. These dudes been doing her dirty. I love her. <laughs> I'm gonna support her. I'm gonna give her what she wants. Like, I'm willing. Because I mean. Yeah. To your point, it's like you should be honest and you're right. If you're going to cheat, you should just either be open or tell them or you should just not be cheating and be committed. Yeah. And uh, it's funny when the person lies. I mean, that's what cheating is. It's like yeah. that's the issue at the, at the bottom of the day. But she really like dug that fucking grave.
1: Oh, that's true. But it's like I am i don't believe she was a good liar.
0: I, you know, I don't know. I mean, he might be really stupid. It sounds like he's dumb as shit.
1: That's That's know? how you get played.
0: But that's what I'm saying. If you don't have to be a good liar... A lie to an idiot, and
1: that's the best kind of gossip. Is two idiots trying to keep secrets <laughs> from each other.
0: Yeah, you're right. Those
1: are, that's like that's that is the best gossip. Usually involves at least one idiot. If there's two or more, that's when it gets chaotic, oh and those are my favorite stories. Yeah, and I think just like specifically for the both of us, being comedians uh, yeah. and growing up as immigrants, like we like, I feel like we got like. First of all, I'm, like, how is your mother with gossip? Like, is it a very, like... She,
0: she, like, you know, it's interesting because, you know, when I was a kid, she was really good at, you know, keeping to herself and being real quiet about stuff. It's almost like when, after my dad died, she didn't have her gossip buddy anymore. Uh. And then I became the gossip buddy. So that shit was fascinating. I learned a lot of shit about, like, the women in my family. And the men, too. But the women, it's like, oh, my God, she's a bitch. And she's a bitch. And she's a bitch. And <laughs> I'm over here, like, being like, I love you, tia. You know? <laughs> And it's like, wow, I'm learning a lot. So as I've got, as I've gotten older, my okay. mom has shared a lot more with me.
1: Because now you're the the main outlet from
0: for her. Yeah, it's, it's fucking interesting as shit. Because this whole time I was like, oh, my mom is such a sweet lady. She just would never. And it's like, no, bitch, she's been talking shit. Oh yeah, in.
1: I respect. I know that. your
0: mom is a little. She doesn't.
1: She doesn't. There's no. There's no yeah. filter. Yeah, yeah. You walk into the room and she's with another Ethiopian. She's talking shit talking about to, you. Oh she tells you all of her business. If I had a fucking first hemorrhoid was witnessed by ten other Africans, I had to come and check it out because uh, <laughs> of my mother. I feel like my mom will respect people's business unless they decide to step into hers, mm. and then she's like, "I like." She's like, she's a gossip in a way. It's more vengeful.
0: Oh, I love
1: that. Where it's like, you know what? I wasn't gonna say anything. Yeah.
0: You did this to yourself, but
1: since you're here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna bring it up. Like I, f-
0: I fully, be- I, I fully understand that way of thinking.
1: Like I've also because we, like I'm trying to remember. Like for us, we worked together at a restaurant, and I, I know there were so many things that happened there, but the gossip there, I think, was just high classic.
0: I mean, you know, I, I always think about that because it was wild learning. That the real fucked up people in this in this environment were the actors and the chefs. Mm-hmm. They are insane people.
1: The amount of times I would leave uh, them doing cocaine and they still <laughs> would keep going until like an hour before their yes. shift the next day. Yeah, and,
0: I mean, it was it was also just like chaos all the time. I mean, that's what's so crazy about like a, a restaurant environment. It's already a high stress situation to be in. Like, there's food orders, lunch, you know, hour is crazy. And then people are still creating drama at work. And you're know, like, who's who has, by? yeah, who has the t- Why would you, you don't have any energy for this shit? I mean, let the record show, I was a bus boy. Yes, I never you became a server because that was my I was like, thing. fuck <laughs> that. I, don't even, I do not want to talk to these people and I don't want to talk to you. I just want to be a bus boy.
1: It's It was so consistently cutthroat. Also, it was so incestual. Mm-hmm. And like, for me, like, I feel like I didn't want to have sex with anyone there. Mm-hmm. That's like, I went in, did my job, and I got out of there as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the way they would just linger, hang out, oh, yeah. schmooze, yeah. and just be like, let's, like, two of them have, like, two relations have broken up there while yeah, I was there. Yeah. Uh, people cheated on each other. Of course. There was a guy that got arrested while we were there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy that got tipped $1,000. I mean, during, that's was, nice. But it's, like, but I also, like, I'm not going to say, like, this will be probably the only celebrity gossip I will have uh, on this it. show is which is because I thought it was hilarious. Um, we had a coworker who was named Kylie, mm-hmm. uh, and Kylie Minogue came into oh, the restaurant right. mm-hmm. and Kylie was named after Kylie Minogue. And the way Kylie Moog's face looked when she saw a 25-year-old tell her that she was named after her. It wasn't good,
0: y'all. It was not the compliment she thought she was giving.
1: And the way Kylie came back to me, she's like, she seemed very upset that I told her that I was named after her. It's like, you are a truly whole adult that yeah. just did that to her. Yeah, she didn't want to
0: hear that. She was trying to enjoy her salad. Yeah. And you called her old while she was trying to eat lunch.
1: That's the mailbag. Thank you so much for sending in your mail. Reading your submissions is the best part of my week. If you want to hear your story on the show, visit teamcococom slash heyjuice. It's now time for a quick break, and we'll be back with the juice line. For over 130 years, McCormick has helped you make mom's lasagna. To keep her secret recipe alive... Take over taco night, no matter how chaotic your day is. Conquer the bake sale,
2: even if you get to it last minute.
1: And craft the perfect Sunday brunch when it's not even Sunday. Because with McCormick by your side, it's going to be great. Welcome back to The Juice. I am here with the goddess, Marcela Arguello. Now's the time in our show when we go to the phone. We call it the juice line. I'm hearing from our board operator that today's caller is Liz Cher. Let's patch her in.
2: Please hold. Thank you.
1: Welcome, Liz. Hi. Hi. Uh, hello.
2: Hi, hi, Liz. How are you?
1: Thank you for being here. Thank uh, you so much
2: for having me.
1: You've clearly worked in a few restaurants, I've, I've gathered from yes. our interaction. How long have you been in the industry?
2: So I thankfully left the industry. I mm. uh, was in there for about nine years. Ooh. So I've seen everything, heard, smelled everything, <laughs> all of it, all of it.
1: Now I there's there's two there's two wonderful stories you shared, and I definitely want you to just go ahead and just since Marcel is not unfamiliar, I want you to just just dwell and just get start off with the, the very first tale because I think it was so fantastic.
2: Okay, so this was at the first restaurant I ever worked at. I won't say the name of it, but it is a chain. Even better. Yeah, that's Apple where the- like, chilies. Chili's. Like, um, <laughs> I'm just gonna not, guess. Not quite, but like you're on the right track. So two, uh, a bartender and a server were dating they had a baby
0: Oh my so, yeah, God, always always. always. always a great start. Yeah. It's
2: always. every time. So they are uh, both working, all the money that they make goes to the baby. And then um, at one point, the bartender, um, who's the mom, has a family emergency and she has to go to Columbia mm-hmm. and she, uh, to see her family. She comes back two months later, new tits, new ass, new nose, all the money for the baby is gone. Um, and she breaks up with the <laughs> father because she was fucking the manager the whole time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Whose baby and, is it? Well, wow! No, like it was definitely not the manager's baby because like the manager was white, and they like it was very oh, very clear. So I
0: love when it the, the race like <laughs> answers the question. <laughs> it answers the question, but like they all kept working there. That's so the best part. Oh, it's my God. that's the
2: best part. So like they would all just be fighting like in the middle of shifts in front of customers, and it was great. But um, that's... they. Like, they can't fire the server for getting mad at it because then it creates a whole corporate right, HR issue for right, why right, they're right, doing right. it. That and is... it was absolute magic. And they kept trying to deny it the whole time. Like, what oh, we not wait, dating.
0: I was going to say, deny what? The surgery, the <laughs> cheating, the dating? The That's bait. the part oh, that I love
1: is the work denying, that
0: got done.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. the Denying the surgery, which was, like, a very real before and after. Like, right, this right, is, right. like, like going you, you, into the Swan, and like <laughs> it was what a reference! Wow, <laughs> oh, wow. yeah,
0: yeah. A- uh, you aged
1: everybody yeah, here. Yeah, I know.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get it. I don't know what that means. What's that? What's this one? I have no nah, idea. So she, she old as hell too. I just can't get. I can never get over the like restaurant hooking up. Like, what is it about? Like, you're sweaty, you're exhausted, you're overworked, and you're still like, let's fuck. Because what is that?
2: We are. We run on rage and
0: <laughs> i mean i run on rage too but that's not gonna make me fuck a dude that is serving yeah, potatoes
2: but you also see different people from day to day when you're a server these are the only people you see
0: oh man and
2: you work nights you get drunk as hell close down the bar and then Amen. what are you going to do after
0: that i'm not fucking those men
1: you were no, you look you were not the horniest person at the restaurant. The, those guys, everybody else there, horny as hell. I know. You oh, yeah. showed up, you showed up, every buttoned <laughs> button <laughs> to the top. You were you're showing no skin. No, yeah,
0: that's you're true. Like, you like
1: you were like, I I'm like, I am I'm, I'm barely, barely putting on me. <laughs> that's true. <I> like, <laughs> like like shit. You're right. You, you truly was like, if anybody tries to fuck me here, that's they're true. gonna die today. <laughs> that's true. I was like, I'm working. <laughs> And that's 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 immigrant work I think. Yeah, that's immigrant work. Work is work. Fucking happens outside of work. Uh, I've never yeah, I've never fucked a coworker. It's it sounds terrifying. Wait,
2: Liz, did you fuck any of your coworkers at the mm-hmm. restaurant? Um I only made out with some coworkers. I never fucked anyone. See, I respect um, that. Yeah, yeah, that's cute. I mean yeah. there was there was one who actually was like really trying to go for it too, after we made out once and he I was 20 at the time and he was 26, 27 and he mm-hmm. would not stop texting me. For uh-huh. weeks, oh, weeks at a time. Loser. It was, it was so weird. It was like, we made out for three minutes, and then I went home at ten. Right. It wasn't even. It was wasn't fun for anyone. It was awful. I was it was great for him. Yeah. He was like, yeah. well,
0: "These three minutes were everything to me." <laughs> honestly, <laughs>
2: honestly, so like. I you can't really see right now, but like my tits are huge, <laughs> and I think that that honestly has a lot to do with it.
0: You know what? When I go to a podcast, anytime I go, I'm going to be like, I don't know if you guys can hear, but my legs are three feet long. Yeah, so like,
2: like for for the listeners out there, I am smacking you in the face, currently. Liz, my, oh my God.
1: God! Look, I pr- first She's of all, spicy. I respect Titty's jugs, and boobs. Yeah. So. She's so spicy. I like
0: Liz. <laughs> I love Liz. She's you a no nonsense gal.
1: I know we have one more tale from you that I think was also a very interesting one as well. Okay.
0: Um, so
2: this goes more into the drug use side rather than the yes. drug use side. So you're That's getting a an use. all-encompassing <laughs> thing. This is another chain. And so there were two co-workers of mine who decided that they wanted to try doing steroids recreationally.
0: Oh my God. Wait, um, wait, 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 pause. What yeah. city are you living in in, this, in these stories? Yes, please. Okay. Because so, I feel like that is a detail that matters. Yeah. No, you're so right.
2: So the first one was in Boston. Um, okay. Makes and sense. Respect. The second one was Manhattan.
1: Oh, so, okay. That's a
2: curveball. Yeah. So yeah, I guess Man, that probably explains the the steroid okay.
0: recreational. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. there's a lot more casual steroid use than people think there is.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, there's, there's a, a lot. I, I just love knowing that men are that vain. They're like, I need muscles. But it's my... also
1: like, uh, then you're like just watching their pimpled back and you're like, sir. <laughs> yeah.
0: They can't see it. They don't care. That's how they yeah. are. But I mean, okay,
2: so well, that actually kind of ties into the next part. Um, so, <laughs> so these two guys doing steroids recreationally The best way um, to take steroids, apparently, is to inject it directly into your butt, which you can't really do so much on your own. Um, You can, but not as effectively.
1: Where is this going?
2: I mean, edge of my seat. Okay.
1: I'm liking this journey we're going on. Me too.
2: All right. So, um, they decide to go down to dry storage, which is like where we keep all the napkins and straws and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because they think it's the only door that locks. And what they decide to do is they help each other inject them while they're at work and they, uh, take off their pants, take off their underwear.
0: And oh my God, guys, don't go down. out to eat at a restaurant. It's <laughs> oh, yes.
1: okay, we're sorry. gross people. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh we're, God.
2: we're absolutely awful. Um, and like you know, kneel in front of the ass mm-hmm. to to inject it, and the bartender walks in because apparently the door did not lock and sees <laughs> both of them completely bare ass, one of them head to hole with a needle in the cheek and they just are staring blankly um, because what do you even say when you get walked in on in that situation, and then she just goes. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. You were busy. And then just leaves.
1: You're busy.
0: <laughs> that's, that's Actually, she was busy. <laughs> She's they the one being, working. Yeah, they were well, the ones wasting everybody's time. I feel like time. everyone
1: that's in the so situation funny. was
0: busy. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> everyone yeah. had a thing they were doing. Oh, my God.
2: Yeah, like, Table 20 needed their ranch, but, you know, they had other <laughs> business
1: to tend to. The walk-in of all places. It's wild. I've seen. Yeah. It, I feel like that is a place. What's most amount of recreational drug use occurs is the walk-in.
2: Oh, for sure. it, you know steroids. Look. Yeah, that's the weird one.
1: Look, if I need to get rips, right after work, and I can't stop at home, and you need help, I need help. You need help. My buddy is at the job with me. <laughs> Your buddy's and your buddy. Look, I can defend monsters very easily, and
0: (laughs) you really can. I'm truly. If you
1: want to do, if you want to do your steroids in the walk-in at a in a restaurant that with easy access to other individuals, I'm not going to stop you. Oh my god! I will support you. I will take photos. Yeah, and you know.
2: like the reason I even found out about it is because like the guy with the needle in his ass was the one who told me about it. He was just totally, he wasn't even embarrassed. They, like,
0: they never, yeah. they never are. They are never embarrassed. And that's the problem.
2: And like, you should have some shame about anything.
1: <laughs> no, no, then then I would have no show. I, <laughs>
2: yeah, that's, well, I, okay.
1: These shameless people are what are going to continue for me to have a career and a show. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> And Liz, thank you so much for <laughs> coming in and sharing these tales with you. I love restaurant stories. I feel like these are some great fucking tidbits you gave us. And I
0: have
2: so many more <laughs> if you ever need them. I yeah. will
1: bleep me. You're gonna I be on will C-dial, reach out. Dial, bitch. You will be <laughs> oh, happily. I thank will you so much. Happily. You are
2: so welcome. I'm just, I'm just so happy that someone else can hear this for the first time. So thank
0: you. <laughs> What a blessing that she was is. A gossip blessing. A
1: gossip blessing. Also, probably one of my favorite Cadence is like that somebody that, that deadpan, like, I've seen so much. And you know, I, but
0: she also had a sweetness to her mm-hmm. that I was like, people trust her with her oh, yeah. with their secrets. And that's the mistake that other yeah. people are making. And she is too trusting.
1: That's that's, that's my favorite person. Because oh they just like, they're, they're, they're the perfect observer. Yeah. They're, they're so unassuming. And that's yeah. like... You should and never.
0: I, and I bet some of her, some of her secrets. I mean, she gets secrets told because her tits are very distracting. We yeah. didn't get to see them. We weren't distracted.
1: Look, if we saw our tits, we might have just like <laughs> divulged yeah. I everything. I might have told we... <laughs>
0: her a lot of things. I might have told her a lot of things if uh, I saw those titties.
1: But yes, well, thank you. know what? That was that was our show.
0: Thank you for having me.
1: Um, but Marcella, tell people where they can find you and
0: Marcella comedy. That's all my social media, my website at Marcella comedy.
1: Because there's no other Marcella doing comedy. I mean, there there you. are. There are,
0: but they're not very good. So bitch <laughs> I'm gonna tell you and
1: goodbye everyone thanks <laughs> and that is it for my episode with Marcela Arguello again her stand-up album is The Woke Fooly. it's on all streaming platforms but I highly recommend buying it you won't regret it as always, if you want to tell your story on The Juice, send them in by visiting teamcococom slash heyjuice. Please remember to rate and review an Apple podcast. Give us all the stars if you feel so inclined. The Juice is produced by Nick Liao, Jen Samples, and Lisa Berm. Executive producers are Jeff Ross, Adam Sachs, and Joanna Salataroff. Engineering and music by Eduardo Perez. I'm Solomon Giorgio. See you all back here next week as we dish out more of the low-stakes gossip you love to hear on The Juice. And please, have a juicy day.
2: This has been a Team Cocoa
1: production.